Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM. 95.9. Let's get into it. So we're talking to Gerald Wandiambira. Uh, he's a wealth expert and he's going to talk to us about budgeting for food. You know, my thing is when you do all the research and you look at the stats and I work with these numbers quite often, uh, you know, there's some staggering figures out there. Something like 70% of the population, you know, use credit to actually buy food to feed their families. It's not even about being um, all fancy and feeding your family fancy dinners and, and sending them off with lovely lunches. It's really about putting food on the table every day, making sure that your family is fed. How do we get around the situation? Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming into the studio. <laughs> Thank you, Sumitra. And um, good evening to all the Kaya listeners. Now, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Most people's budgets are spent on three items, transport, food, and accommodation. And other than those three, many people, their money will run out on those three. And the reality is, as things are right now, more and more of us are having to stretch the budget we have um, for our groceries and especially on food. And food is one of those things which, if you do not have it in the home, it's immediately a trigger point to depression. Mm. I mean, if, if you want to know that things are hard, open the fridge. And you want to try and avoid getting into that space where food becomes an issue in your household. So you need to find the various ways in which you can save on food expenses or perhaps stretch your food budget a little bit further so that you can meet next month. Yeah. So, you know, some people would say that, look, how... How else do you want me to get around this? I need to feed my family. Are there ways of getting around it? I mean, you're looking at really important issues like young children that need good, solid nutrition. But if you're trying to stretch the money and you're buying cheaper foods, you know, um, and often, you know, this is a problem that they have in the States as well. It's actually cheaper to eat takeout than to actually cook food. And this is why you have an obesity problem. But in South Africa, we have an issue where children are malnourished. They're not getting sufficient nutrition uh, because we can't afford to feed them properly. I think that's true. Vegetables are extremely expensive and all the good food is really expensive. And what you tend to find is that more and more of us are turning to takeout or fast foods to feed our families. And those are not nutritionally balanced foods. So that's a challenge. Also, we've changed our diets. If we had to think back to when we were growing up and sometimes some of us from tougher households, you'll remember that, you'll remember that our diet was actually quite modest. Um, mm-hmm. Meat was a treat. It wasn't a daily event. Um, and often, you know, our parents or grandmothers would use meat flavor, even yeah, yeah. meat fat with vegetables just to make it feel as though the meal had meat inside. You will skin that chicken, cook the curry, and then the bones, you would make chicken soup and make something else. So that's what we need to do. I think we need to start going back to the basics in mm. terms of our diets. So this this day and age of us spending a hundred strand on meat every day to feed the family, we need to step back. We need to go back to those days where you're creative in your cooking. You talked about spices, you know. Mm. Um, I went vegetarian for a short period period, very short period, (laughs) probably a few hours, (laughs) but 
you know, the, the food range you can have just by going vegetarian and not necessarily the expensive, fancy vegetables, the one you hate the most, the cabbage. Mm-hmm. Just finding 20 recipes using cabbage, it's quite possible. And yeah. it's quite tasty. And you become very clever and adept at cooking some of these more affordable meals just to make the budget go further. So the first thing you can cut out, which normally eats a big chunk of our budget, is meat. Mm. So if you are a meat eater, then at least go for the porks if you can, or go for the the, the meat which is less expensive, you know, um, Mohodu, the the tribes, etc. And those are really good mm. um, balanced meals. And I think we just need to start going back to basics because if we stick to the diet which we're going on right now, we either forced to get fast food or mm. we end up eating less than I think we should. It's, uh, you know, when you talk about the meat, yes, you can do um, you know you can do the cheaper cuts of meat. Um, it's also about how you're actually preparing it. So if you're buying uh, meat and each person's getting a piece, maybe it's lamb chops or maybe it's steak, um, you still need to add on vegetables on that and you maybe need to add on a salad or maybe like some potato or some mash, whatever. Um, it's quite a bit. So once you actually calculate what's on that one plate, it comes to quite a bit. So it's also... Uh, it's about uh, portion sizes. And I think we, we've, well. we've also gone supersized on our portions. So when we do cook, we are cooking more than we ought to um, more and more of us, you know, um, don't recycle the food. Normally, leftovers is tomorrow's lunch, simple yeah. and <laughs> finished. And if you don't finish the plate, it's still tomorrow's mm. lunch. So you need to find those creative ways where we need to start reinforcing some of the things we learned in our childhoods around, you know, being savvy in terms of how we eat. Because food is very critical. It's, it's your mindset. It's, you know, as they say people comfort eat. Yeah. Now, you comfort eat something you're enjoying. Now, imagine coming home to something you're not enjoying and you're having to feel like you're just surviving and then that's the first trigger point because tomorrow when you wake up you don't feel like going to work you know and food is simply critical also for the children and I think you spoke about the children being malnourished mm. and I remember when I was young opening my lunchbox sometimes you'd have to go to the corner because your, your lunchbox was not the most interesting yeah, yeah. Um, but yes f- children's food is extremely expensive mm-hmm. um, if you look at the juices for the children and even some of the sandwich fillers uh, I think a lot of the stores are, are making a killing on, on just children's meals for, for, for school and we need to go just you know it's, it's hard because I'm a financial plan and people saying why am I talking about food it's because if food is not sorted in terms of you eating a diet which you enjoy mm-hmm. you're already going to start triggering little things in your mind which el- allow you to start being depressed or negative about your situation and it simply s- sends you downhill so I know also it's it's one of those discussions where food is normally left to them to the woman of the home but mm-hmm. we need to actually start having these food discussions as a family to say let's try go vegetarian for a while let's cut back on portion sizes, um, let's have more veggies in our meals, and 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 really try push push in terms of buying food in bulk also where possible because food is the one thing which if you do buy bulk, um, you often can get that saving. So sometimes it's worth um, saving as a family to get that freezer mm-hmm. because it allows you when those bulk specials are around, you can pretty much freeze it because any vegetable you can throw it in the freezer, it'll be fine when you Absolutely. cook it again. Absolutely, um, I think that raises a really important point. And when we go through all our tips for how to cut back on on, on spending that much on food, uh, planning is so important. So when you plan as well for the kids' lunches and you have stuff for them for the whole week, you know exactly what you're putting for their lunches, then you're not 
going to the shop every day because I sometimes go to the shop to buy maybe like one item. And sometimes I come out with the trolley and I haven't got the one item that I went to buy. Well, that's it. Planning is key to all financial matters. So whether it's planning for your budget or planning just for food shopping or mm-hmm. planning to get a Tony Braxton ticket, it must be in the <laughs> it must be in the budget. You must have uh, you must always carry um, that discipline in terms of how you manage yourself and planning talks to self-discipline mm. because someone who struggles with self-discipline will also struggle with eating Yeah, because yeah. you are that person who went to buy a coffee but you walked out holding chips and ration That's and it. everything That's but it. the coffee. So we need to start getting back to that point where we can be self-disciplined about ourselves and it's about us being back in control of our lives. One of the things I always say is that money is a tool. Mm. And in order to master a tool, you need to learn how to use it. And once you know how to use it, you can be a money master and not a money slave. Food for a lot of us is our master. You know what? You talk about, you know, we talk about children and how important it's to feed, it is to feed them. But children are money suckers too. I mean, you take them to the shop. So I have a rule. I do not take my kids to the shop because they end up having their own trolley. So I don't take them to the shop anymore. If I decide to take them to the shop, it's probably because I want to spoil them because I know they're going to take something that I don't want to buy and that they don't need. So I don't take them to the shop so that I just buy exactly what I need to buy. Well, I'm going to flip it for you. Yeah. Next time you start putting your children in control. So okay. before you go to the grocery shop, you write the list and give one of your children to be in charge. Because what you want to do is you want to empower them. So empower them to start having self-discipline. And so what you do is every day before you go to the shop and say, children, gather around. These are the things we need to get at the shops. Who's in charge of the list today? Ah, and you this give is a the, good idea. So you give one of your children who can read and write the list and then they manage the trolley and the situation with things going in the trolley. So now you will get a scenario where one of the siblings will try and throw in a chocolate and then they're going to say, no, it's not on the list. And what you're doing is you're planting and wiring your children that discipline that I do not go somewhere without a list. Mm. Because if you leave them at home, they're going to keep thinking that goods magically appear in plastic bags yeah, and the money is yeah. not finite. So mm. what you would best do is you go to the ATM outside, withdraw the cash, which is enough for the things which you've written prices and on the list and you give one of them and say go get these things and try and save as much as you can so now you make it almost an enjoyable mm. game mm. of saving and then you can start taking back your control but otherwise yes for most of us children will end up you know screaming doing tantrums and acting as though you you are the the meanest mom in the world because they, yeah. you're not giving them what you yeah. want so gerald i'm going to try <laughs> and, you know, if I come out with a trolley full of chips and sweets and toys and all the rest and no food for the table, then I'm going to call you. But I'm, I think it's a really, really good point. It's also in how we it's in what we buy and what we put in the home as well. So, you know, it's if you're going to buy cool drinks and juices mm. and chips and sweets and all of that, it's about teaching them. Again, it goes back to portions as mm. well. When we grew up, you couldn't have like, say, if there was a tub of ice cream in the fridge and the freezer, 
um, dessert was only allowed if everyone was sitting at the table and everybody got mm. dessert, mm, mm. as opposed to going to the freezer whenever you feel like eating ice cream and taking out the ice cream. Mm. It is so difficult with children today. My brother and I often speak about this, and it's like we never did this when we were growing up. We weren't allowed to touch the freezer. Sometimes the freezer had a key, so you weren't going to open it you know? even if you wanted to open it. I know. And, and I think that's that's some of the things we need to also remember that children are watching adults all the time. Mm-hmm. So when you you are going and pouring yourself a drink indiscriminately, randomly, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic. They are watching and say, exactly. okay, mom, dad likes drinking that stuff. Okay? Yeah. So how are you going to enforce discipline and say, hey, hey, it's not time yeah. to yeah. drink. So it's, it's about, again, discipline in all areas of your of your life. And I think um, if you struggle with discipline, food is probably the best place you can start. Mm. Food, because if you have discipline in food, suddenly you have weight management, you have mood control because food controls your mood. And half the time, the reason why people are getting angrier and more upset We're is getting because, angry. because <laughs> we, we, we have a starch-based, yeah. a high-carbohydrate yeah. diet. And that's what carbs do. Carbs take you on a, on a trip, you go high and then you go on a major mm. low. So mm. that's why a lot of people after lunch it's you know between three and four don't talk to them because it's wartime so yeah. it's it's about saying let's let's go there and start doing those things and I think also it's important um, to start enjoying uh, and respecting those who don't dif- who eat differently mm-hmm. Um so for me, the vegan lifestyle is initially seems very expensive, but once you start getting around it, vegetarian, it's actually quite good, quite tasty. There's a lot of spices involved. Look, I mean, you don't. I mean, for some people that really love meat, you don't have to cut it out completely. Mm. Health wise, you know, there's lots of research out there that it, you you're not supposed to be eating that much mm. meat, right? Mm, mm. So maybe introduce like one or two days, like meat free Mondays or meat free Fridays or one of the days. I mean, that would also help you to cut back. But let's. Go go through some of these tips. Okay, so we need to raise um, our education levels around this. We need more awareness about what we're eating, what we're putting in our bodies, what we're putting in our fridges. Um, prepare a list when we go out to the shop so that we know exactly what we're buying. You know what's a, another one is they often say to you, don't ever go to the shops if you're hungry. Yes. <laughs> you normally, even, I know, I've done it. Even, it's, it's even so going true. to the restaurant, they say before you have a meal, drink a glass of water 20 minutes before um, you have that meal. You'll mm-hmm. feel full quicker and you are less likely to start going for seconds and thirds. And all these are little tricks. Um, often have lemon, warm lemon water um, before you have a meal. All these things, they help to settle the stomach lining. You're mm. not, you won't be inclined to, to eat um, more than you should because you actually find that to feel full, you don't need a lot of food and you only discover it if you're fortunate enough to go find dining. So one day I went, I don't know, <laughs> on, a, on a five course meal and like, I was like, I'm going to die with food. And the five courses are literally oh my God, two tablespoons. Yes. <laughs> but the thing about it, because of the timing in yeah. which the, and the order in which the food mm-hmm. is presented, by the time you finish, you actually have eaten less than your normal one plate yeah. and it's about pacing ourselves also so it's let's teach our children the, the discipline in terms of managing themselves and their own eating habits but let's do it by leading from the front let's buy in bulk where possible so the veggies the eggs there's a lot of things which you can buy in bulk and actually save quite a bit when it comes to food similarly even if you are a meat eating household you tend to find you know if you save and buy half a lamb or a full mm 
lamb. It actually works so cheaper to buy that. They'll cut everything up for you. You go home, parcel it, put it in the freezer. It works out so much cheaper. So much cheaper. So, so it's also about reading the labels, right? And reading the pricing of, of oh, yes. all of that. I want to go through that with you quickly before we run out of time. It's about brands as well. People often feel like if you're paying a lot more for something, then it's better. But why can't you get like a no-name brand? Why can't you shop at a place that's, I know this is quite controversial, mm. but mm. it's the same thing. It's same good quality food. Well, the trick is people don't realize like the premium supermarkets, the premium supermarkets are using the premium brands. Mm-hmm. So if you buy detergent from the premium supermarket, it's identical to the premium detergent right next to it. So you need to find those little tricks of getting around and beating the system. And yes, um, no-name brands, no one cares once it's on the plate. So it's about us also being a a bit more savvy in terms of going for the the house brands where possible. But what I found is food, the most big and the biggest saving you get is by planning it. And also when you're in that supermarket and they say that four, four hundred rand special, it's not as special. Mm -hmm. They're actually making more money by making Making you four take four items when sometimes you're actually supposed to take one because but because you see the four four hundred yeah, like absolutely. no let me take four I feel like it's an absolute trap mm. unfortunately we've run out of time I think we actually need to put all of this down uh, maybe load it up on our website put together a whole lot of tips on how you can actually cut back and be more prudent be more savvy with your money when it comes to food thank you so much for your time this evening Gerald um, Wandi Ambira he's a wealth expert and he was talking us uh, through um, the whole issue around budgeting for food you know we've got a drought you know we have weather adverse weather patterns as well you're going to see lots of food um, prices going up meat prices vegetable prices so next season it's going to be rough and I think going into next year food is going to be a big item and we need to be careful even with our water water is going to get expensive too that's true thank you so much Gerald My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9pm Kaya FM 95.9 95.9 Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.